Police Confessional. Hello and welcome to Gamers Confessional episode 204. It's me, Vimesy. With me tonight we have the man himself, the big boy from... up. Where are you from? No, I don't even go there. Anyway, it's Clarky. He's here, aren't you, mate? I am. Unfortunately, there's a softy southerner who couldn't be bothered to turn up tonight. You know, he gives us... How much notice did he give us, Clarky? Uh, five minutes. I'm not even sure it was that, mate, because literally we just got off the fucking text from him. So, I'm going to make it tonight, lads, because my missus has got me under... Oh, I don't know what it is. So he's not here. He's Pat's not here. not here. So if you're here for Pat, you might as well just go because he's not here. It's just me. Clark. Look at that. There, there's, there's the, there's the just, just the, uh, the brashness of a man who's just told his children off and feeling like a real man. I've, I've been scorned, mate. Is what I feel like. I feel like I've been stood up. I'm like a 14 year old outside the cinema waiting to go see Titanic. <sighs> Actually, I was about 20 when the Titanic came out. That's the point. Anyway, yes, it's me and Clarky. So uh, we're going to probably, knowing Clarky, this is going to be a heavily dependent on Nintendo tonight, I imagine. Would you, would you say that's a, an accurate representation, Clarky? Well, some of the stuff's available on other platforms. <laughs> okay, well, that, 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 that covers us as a, a multi-console podcast. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, we've got lots and lots and lots and lots of games to talk about because we didn't record last night. Last night, last week. Oh, it's going well tonight, boys. Um, so we've got loads to get through. So, Clarky, did you want to kick off? Because you've got, like I said, oh, have you got one or two games to talk about? And you sent me a list of... How many hundred was it? 1,500, something like that? Oh, you're playing it there. What was it, five? Yeah, five. One, two. 1,505. I mean, you know, same as Oh, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, or nine if you count the trilogy. Oh, my dear God. Well, go on then. So you, you, which one do you want to start with? Oh, there's just so much to choose from, isn't there? Okay, well, let's leave... Is there anything more you wanted to say about Dark Souls other than you've been playing more Dark Souls? Uh, I mean, can you say uh, any more about Dark Souls? Is there something you've left off the last 204 episodes plus a bit of the uh, that other podcast that we don't talk about? No, it's still awesome, and I still think you should spend more than two hours with it. <sighs> it's not going to happen. Right, so uh, Plague Inc. What's Plague Inc. doing on the list? Oh, they've, um, they really see um, kind of the full console version of it onto Switch. You know, there's like the, a big graphical difference between the mobile version and the ball one. No. I played it, mate. Oh, right. oh for God. So, I mean, I have to explain the bloody thing as well. No, well, if you don't, I know what Play Ginky is. I've just never played it. Yeah, they just dropped it on the Switch, and it's really nice to play. They're doing that a lot at the moment, dropping things on the Switch. Yeah, Christ. What, what else do we have? Doom Trilogy? We'll get to that. Oh, well, you know, well, you know. So, Play Ginky is, is. Have you actually played it, or did you just buy it? I buy it and played it for a little bit. How, how long did you play it for? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm sure when it, the time appears on the Switch, you'll probably say I played for a little while. <laughs> I, sus- I suspect that appears if it's under two hours. <laughs> right, okay, why does that say on most of my games? Yeah, true. I don't All know, right. you're, up to fi- you're up to five on Dragon Quest. Am I? Mm. Oh, that's such a good game, Clarky. That's such a good game. Dragon yeah. Quest 2 build. Should we talk about that now? Because that's great. If you like. Have you actually played Dragon Quest Builders? I played the demo of it. The, the original. One. The original. Yeah. Yeah. This is much, much better 
Um, but it's a bit weird because I think five hours. It might be less. It might be more than five hours now. So essentially, with 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 Dragon Quest Builders two, the thing I like about I like it most is you get a narrative, so you get a story, so you get told to what to go and do, and what what you need to build. Mm-hmm. So if so, you've got like, um, you know, you play Minecraft, I always run out of ideas. I'm like, well, I built my house. It's lovely. I built a little underground thing. I built my railway track railway. thing, and that's pretty much where I stopped because Stop. you know. When I was playing, Redstone hadn't been invented yet. So, you know, what I like about Dragon Quest Builders is the fact that they say, okay, here you go. There's a quest giver who says, I want you to go and build me a bathhouse or a bedroom or a barn or a cooking area or something like that. And I wander off and I go and build it and I go and get the materials and I get going told on little adventures and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's great. You get a little blueprint. You put it down. You get told what to yeah. build. Yeah, I know. I know you're on about. You liked it more than Minecraft because there's some direction to it. But how, how much direction is there beyond go and do this, go and do that? Uh, is, there a, is there a is there a story? Yeah, yeah. There's is there a story, story there. So you, you you start off with uh, it's it's I lo- it's just it's just a little charming little game where you start off and you're obviously the protagonist and there's a surprisingly enough a shipwreck. And you are stranded on an island, because this never happens in games, right? Um, um, and you wake up on this island, and you've got uh, two uh, two people with you. You've got this 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 uh, uh, little girl, woman, I don't know, little chibi female character, and then a, a, a little blokey called Malroth, who's going to be your sort of buddy throughout the whole thing. And uh, uh, you're you're a builder, so you're apparently no one in this world is allowed to build anymore. Um, you could there's been taken over by the evil something or others and everything must be destroyed nothing can be created but you are breaking the rules man and you're going out there and you're building stuff but you land on this island it's completely desolate and then you get sent off to I think there's about three islands that you have to go to and you go to these different islands Mm. and you learn different skills so the one I'm on at the moment or just about to leave actually is like the one where they teach you about farming so they teach you about how to go and find seeds and how to grow pumpkins and tomatoes and lettuces and sugar beet and all this sort of stuff. But you have to go off and find the seeds. So you'll get there and you'll be like, there'll be this derelict farm, which is just like basically, you know, and then there'll be like a a, a little story there where there's like a, a priest of the evil faction and a couple of people who are sort of like downtrodden or whatever. And you have to go over there and they give you little quests and whatever. And you basically, over the course of about four or five hours, build this farm up. So it's like, pristine so you've got like you know nice nice bedrooms you've got houses you've got fields are all nicely planted and all this sort of thing and you get you kind of recruit more people to your farm so it's that whole thing I think it's a bit like um, and I won't know too much because I've never really played an Animal Crossing but that thing where you kind of as you as you as your your farm gets better more people come and join it sort of thing alright so you'll get people coming along and some people like defend the town against the monsters that might attack or whatever or other people might be there just to do the farming actually the watering stuff and you can you can design the farm however you want you put fields wherever you want all that kind of stuff but then you'll get sent off to do different quests so it might just be like okay so one of the main focus on this one was you need to go off and, and find the seeds that you need to plant in this thing so we haven't got any you know we've only got one type of we only we only had to grow lettuce yeah. but we've heard there might be some seeds over in this part of the world so you run off there with your little mate and you you go and try and find them and you might bump into characters over there who sort of say yep 
we can give you the seeds but I need you to go and beat up that monster over there for me or I need you to go and you know do this little adventure or can you build something for me so that I can and, and so it just you know you kind of get that that little kind of um, the narrative that I need it's enough of a narrative to get me thinking oh I want to go and build this or I want to go and get that and I want to you know continue with it because it was Minecraft I'd have stopped after about an hour because oh, yeah, yeah I get what you mean it's not it isn't for everyone that no I need, I need that I'm not great at just creating games where they just sort of let you go and say, there you go, ta-da. And I'm like, it's like, that's why I always run out of Steam on Elite. Which, you know, Elite should be the perfect game for me because it's it's space, it's weapons, it's, it's you know, it's like loads of different yeah. options and things you can do there, but there's there's no reason no for reason. me to keep playing it, you know? There's, there's nothing there for me to do to kind of, there's no story I'm progressing, I'm not chasing anything, so... I kind of fall off it every time I play Elite. And this is at least giving me something like, okay, so now I've got my little farm together. I've completed that kind of island. I'll now, I think, this is the bit where I kind of go back to my main island, maybe put some of those things into play on that island, so put a farm up on that, and then I'll be sent off to another island to learn about something else. I don't know where that's going to be. I don't know what it's going to be. It might be mining. It might be, I don't know, building other stuff. You know, I don't know what it'll be yet, but it's it's just fun and it's a great. Well, when, when you move, game. when you move from islands, have you like lost everything that you built? Yeah, up? basically. So it's not like you you when when I leave the island, I think I think I don't know because I haven't gone back to the main island. Like, so you, you've got your home island if you like, and when you leave, when you leave to go to this 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 farming island you lose basically everything when you get there you've got nothing you start from scratch I don't know when you go back to your home island I imagine you'll have to take some stuff but what you'll get because you know you might have to take seeds and stuff because there's nothing on your island it's just literally a barren landscape but what you do is you bring with you back to your your home island some of the characters some of the villagers that you've kind of who are on the farm so they'll come back to your land with you so they'll kind of bring their skills with them or they'll bring, you know, they might bring right. some resources and things like that. But what you learn is you learn all the recipes. So when you kind of, you know, I'm on the side, I'm doing things, I will, as I kind of level up and as I start building different stuff, I'll learn the recipe for, you know, this is how you build everything from a, a toilet to a towel rail to a, you know, a, a, a jack-o'-lantern to a, a, a torch to a whatever it is, you know, a bed, a straw mattress or, what, you know, a roof tile, I don't fucking know, all sorts of stuff. So you learn that, so you take all that knowledge back, um, back to your main island. But it's like, it's just such a chill game, but it's also one of those games where I'll start playing it and then I'll look down like, shit, I've been playing it for like two hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. But it's oh, really what, easy what, just to put down and pick up. What is, it? is there any sort of end game to it? Once when you complete it, can you just not? I do don't know. Apparently, it's, I, I honestly don't know. It's, I, I haven't. I haven't. I didn't. I didn't watch too much. I didn't watch like too many reviews in it or anything like that because I, I knew I was going to buy. Because I didn't buy the first one because I played the um, demo. The, kind of the demo, and I played that for quite a long time. Actually, yeah, you're good at that. I think I put about eight hours. It's about the same as I put into that um, Octopath Traveler demo um, and the other demo that I then bought the game and never played for around. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I just, so I didn't buy it because it was always bloody expensive. And then when this one came out, I was like, oh, and I'd heard lots of stuff about how it had improved massively on the first one. So there's 
it's, it's just kind of streamlined lots of stuff and there's more content and more stuff and all that I thought ah sod it I'll, I'll jump on it and, and, and buy it and uh, yeah I haven't regretted it for a minute it's really it's a lovely little game really nicely sort of done combat's really simple it's literally just you know mash X or whatever it is to, to swipe at things with your sword or hold it down for a power swipe and then jump out of the way when they hit you back and jump back in and hit them some more and all that kind of thing it's 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 typical sort of almost zelda flair of that kind of thing but it's just such a lovely little game if I'm only was room, if only was there was room for an, yet another rpg in my life well there's room for much left on your bloody switches there i mean you got what three terabyte drive hooked up to that thing yet <laughs> won't be long before i do yeah it won't be long um but yeah, no. If if anybody's in 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 the least bit interested, you should definitely. I, I don't know if there's a demo. I think they've started putting demos out on the Switch more often now. But I don't know if there's a demo for for this one. But the the, the demo for the original builders will be out, and that will tell you enough about if you're going to like this kind of game or not, um, and and how the kind of the quest giving works and stuff. But it's got a wicked little sense of humour. It's really charming. Um, I really like it. So therefore, I'll probably stop playing it in about two days. Because that's how these things work with me and Nintendo. Yeah, a bit like Destiny again. Let's not talk. Oh, you want to talk about you Destiny? Want to... We can talk about Destiny. No. Yeah. no. You're not really played it, have you, sir? Not really, no. Uh, I mean, what I will say is I did boot it up to play it because um, you said I've, apparently I've got to go and do something on a campaign or something. Yeah, you need to at least finish this, the campaign you're doing. <laughs> so basically, where 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 Clarky left me. Um, we'd kind of run through the introduction mission to Forsaken which is where my main man has a small accident but will no doubt return to life I'm sure at some point um, um, and then stop shaking your head Clarky um, um, you left me you left. like stranded on the station and just you know uh, I got so lost mate I didn't know where the hell I was going there's just so much like I didn't know what direction what I was supposed to be doing I had to go and relearn things like how might I have to track my quests again I had to do all this kind of stuff I was like what the fuck's going on let's go back to the, you know learn about yeah um, I know <laughs> I mean the, usually the way it works is like you've got the campaign sort of content and that's really just there to kind of get you to us yeah or get you to a suitable level for all of the yeah, end game I content. mean thing is though I mean I leveled up to whatever it was 320 or something like that and yeah. um, that's where they leave you at the end of the kind of the introduction mission. But the first mission you go back to on the um, whatever it's called that the campaign is level three forty. So, yeah. so I sort of I had a little bit of trouble with the first sort of like mini bosses or whatever. They were kicking my ass a little bit. But um, okay. yeah, managed yeah. to play. I've, I've played through that and I've kind of played through the first mission of that. I've gone to like the Forsaken Shore or whatever and. I'm just about to go off and do some bounties and stuff. They must have done something to the engine because I don't remember it looking this good. I, mm. I, I don't. I honestly, I don't remember. Uh, you've never it. really played it since getting your pro, though, have you? No, I don't. I don't. I honestly can't remember because obviously I played through Destiny 2's main campaign. Yeah. Like the the very first main campaign, like none of the ex- stuff after that. And then this one, um, I was just noticing last night, I mean, I was like around the Forsaken Shore and stuff, which is quite barren, but you, you kind of, even then you're going into bits, like I was in this, this, the spider's 
den or whatever it was and it's the lighting yeah. is awesome all the little detail and stuff like that around the place is really lovely and just like, I don't remember it looking this good before I really don't I don't have those those memories of it being so so good but it's um, um yeah you'll find there's a lot of that in that game if you kind of just stop and look around for a minute you think damn that looks really good yeah they do. the, it's, 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 the best ones always when you're back at the tower if you will and you kind of look out on the city it's like oh my god this looks really cool yeah it's just it's just the level of kind of detail and stuff on it and i'd forgotten kind of maybe, maybe i would just forgotten what it looks like i must say though i booted it up to have a quick blast on it last night it took me it must have taken six minutes just to load the bloody game it was yeah that, De- destiny was literally the main reason i thought about putting that solid state drive into the ps4 oh my it, god it's just like but it does that stupid thing where it kind of like it takes a while, gets you to the bit where it says press X to play. You press X to play, then it loads you for another two minutes to get you yeah. to another select screen where you go, do you want to, yeah, yes, I want to do that. All oh, right, so it's going to take me another two minutes to load into wherever it's I'm going. Then it says, where do you want to go to? And you're like, oh, fucking hell. Just say, Sorry. you know, I want to play this character, and put, and, you know, at the very beginning, and then just put me where no, I was no, last. That's definitely, that's definitely something they need to fix, and hopefully now Activision are out of the way Bungie might start concentrating on this sort of thing although I've heard they've delayed the game by a week oh that's fine I've got no issues with people delaying oh, no, Shadow Keep or whatever. I mean I've got bloody loads of stuff to catch up on mate I ain't going to be there in time for that anyway so yeah you're but, telling me <laughs> but I don't know it's like um, I don't I keep hearing things about I'm supposed to go and play some particular level or strike or something where I get access to loads of treasure chests at the end that's going to power me up to a certain level or something something like that and I'm like I don't know does that happen during the main campaign is it something I've got to go and find is it something I've got to go and do if if it's there it'll be a kind of a point of interest or it'll appear in your menu as a mission if you will I went into my menus last night because I was just scouting around trying to find out trying to remember how Destiny works and all the consumables and stuff and all my, all my mods just had this this bit of text on it saying, "This is yeah, now obsolete. Is... Please dismantle." <laughs> I had to dismantle like literally ninety-five yeah, percent of my entire inventory was just fucking useless because it had been so long. I, I've still got some bits in my inventory that I haven't got around to deleting. It's like, no, I can't use that anymore. Oh, That's mate, the, the highest useless. piece of equipment I think I had on me um, when I sort of like started up that wasn't given to me at the beginning of Forsaken is like 265 I think and it's like Jesus Christ but it's still it's still a lovely game to play it's still lovely to shoot it's still really good you know it's still got that sort of really easy to pick up and play and stuff it's just I don't know how long I'll play it for because I don't know it's doing very much different it's you know it's still bouncing around shooting stuff um and once the campaign a bit's finished, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do next? And this campaign seems a little bit more like open play stuff. So, for example, the bit I'm at the moment, obviously very early on in that campaign, is like, you just got to go and do five bounties for this guy. And it's like, so that's basically yeah. like doing bounties from the from the tower again, is it? So it's it, it feels kind of like it's it's got that more open-worldy stuff. A bit like when you played through the normal destiny you know you remember you used to go to planets and pick up yeah it's, it's it's all just to get you leveled to the point where you can start joining in the stuff but it does keep dropping new stuff to do and some of it's 
you know, it's quite long-winded stuff, so it's not just a case of, oh, do a strike and that. There'll be some... They do some stuff that's got several steps. I mean, when you get to the... Uh, I don't think it'll have opened up for you yet, but when you get to the Dreaming City, there's a hell of a lot of stuff to do there. No, I haven't got to that yet, but I'm already feeling... I mean, although I'm sort of... I'm not complaining that it's just basically the same thing, because, you know, they still nail that. They still have that... Oh yeah, it's really good to shoot stuff, feeling to it, and the movement's really good and all that kind of stuff. And I, I honestly, I do like just getting new kit and stuff like that. But it, I, I'm never, I've never been one of those people. It's like I must chase the highest level of anything. It's like oh, I must attain level six hundred. No, it, it is an it, it is a good game to get back into. It's kind of like you know, you don't watch you don't watch EastEnders or Coronation Street for you. You know after to two nights of watching it, you kind of right. All oh, right, yeah, oh, what's it? Speed, what's going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it just it just kind of works like that. And I think that's what's always kind of kept me coming back, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I've never really, um, I, I've never really resented probably buying Destiny and stuff like that because it's always been like I've had my money's worth out of just what I've played of it. You know, even when I just played through the, the main campaign or like the Taken King or something like that. I always get my money's worth just out of that. I always put hours into it. I always have fun doing it. Um, I, I wonder if, if they're ever going to move to like an MMO subscription model almost or something like that. I wonder whether it, whether it would still maintain that level of interest rather than this yearly sort of expansion, sort of big expansion thing. I don't know. That sort of thing kind of worked for Elite, didn't it? In what, what? 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 Well, Elite well, you hasn't really done anything, has it? Elite's just done no, it's, the main it's game and all... then Horizons. It's yeah, and then it, it, there's a hell of a lot of stuff come out after that as well. Yeah, but it's not but charged you... you for any of it. Exactly. So it's kind of. I mean, I'm not quite, quite sure how it's, it's a bit like things like um, when we were talking about Sea of Thieves and stuff. I'm still not quite sure how the hell Sea of Thieves makes any money because it's it's free on Game Pass. It's really cheap if you buy it anywhere else, and then everything's free. And I'm not quite sure I haven't paid a dime for it. I mean, I paid for Game Pass, but I don't, you know, that's not necessarily... For yeah, it is a bit of a... I mean, even with, even when you look at Minecraft, you've got stuff like texture packs and stuff you buy, don't you? Yeah, everything you buy. I mean, it's a bit weird. But anyway, yeah, so Destiny is... Um, it's up there. My, my, again, one of my problems with Destiny is because I'm not a regular player, because I'm not sort of on it every night or like twice a week or whatever it's quite difficult to kind of get that social scene sort of up and it's like like when we used to play Destiny in the original year it's like oh well, we can guarantee there'd be four or five people on every single night it's, it's not really like that at the moment for me so we'll see we'll see maybe it'll get more social as I, as I, I play some more of it who knows but at the moment it's, it's just quite nice I sent to pick up and just shoot stuff in the face really oh absolutely um, so right. what, else, what else you got on your list uh, I picked up Fire Emblem which I've been looking forward to so I'd never really got into a Fire Emblem game before. Have a guess how close I got to buying this. I'm betting very close. Fairly close, fairly close. Until I, I just looked at it and thought, if I separate this out and it's like saying, okay, would you like to buy a Persona game? No. Would you like to buy a... Um, what do you call it? What's the, what's the name of that strategy? Not Sudden Strike. Um, Advance Wars game. I'm like... No, so so why am I anyway interested in this? Um, tell me about it then. Where, how have you got on with it? No, you pretty much described it in a nutshell there. Great, so let's but, move on to the I, next I, one. Oh, right. <laughs> I shall elaborate if you like. 
Yeah, so um, obviously anyone who's played a Fire Emblem game before, you've kind of got your... Yeah, well, there might be somebody out there. You've kind of got your two aspects to it. You've got your story-based stuff, which progresses you through the game and then brings you to kind of real-time... No, it's not real-time. It's turn-based strategy. It's isn't XCOM, it? isn't it, really? Yeah, pretty much. And then you've got your battles, which are... So they all like this? Because I got the feeling this was like a, a new twist on... An I old... don't think the story and the whole kind of when you're out of battle thing is as... Like I said, this isn't really my first Fire Emblem game. I don't think that sort of thing's kind of padded out as much as it is in this. It's, well, the way this works is you are a professor or a teacher at this school where it teaches all of the combat arts well yeah it's basically it's basically Hogwarts for warriors and if you play the game you'll know where I get that uh, where I get that idea from so you're you're in this like huge it's, it's the place is like a monastery if you will that teaches people war go figure uh, and you're kind of in the centre of a, a large landmass that's surrounded by different countries of three main countries mm. three the three houses of the title, if you will. Mm. And as you start the game, you kind of arrive at this monastery um, because of story, story, story. story. Stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you, you on 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 your way to the monastery, you meet a kind of a goddess that nobody it's else can is, see. Is it a hot chick by any chance? Yeah, it, 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 it typical your typical Japanese RPG trope of it's a hot chick type goddess who has amnesia and can't remember who she is. So the bits to do is you end up at this monastery and you get taken on board as a professor. And one of the first things you have to do is... Shag all the students by the sound of it. Well, well see, I think that might be something that comes up later on. But no, you have to kind of choose your allegiance to one of the three houses. Yep. So you've kind of, you've kind of got... I mean, I went with the Black Eagles. I kind of... Uh... Of course you did. Most people did by the sound of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is the one with the kind of main, the main characters. Yes, yes. Yeah, and all all of the sort of the main the main student of each of these three houses is obviously destined to become the leader of whatever country they're from. Hmm. Um, so in that respect, you you can effectively play the game through three times by the sounds of it. Which was tempting until I found out how long one campaign. Well, exactly. Yeah. For. So it. it from there, it effectively splits the game into two things. You've got your whole progressing the story thing. You've got effectively just going through your school term, if you will. So what will happen is you get a little calendar appears on the screen. And at the end of every month, you'll have like a main mission that you have to do. You can't avoid doing that. Um, but through the month, you'll kind of... Your little character will skip across the calendar and it will like come to a stop on a day. And there might be some story options, a very brief story options... Then you'll get to Sunday, and then you get presented with three options. You can either go and explore the monastery, in which case you wander around there. You can go and do trade. You can also do all sorts of training. You can you can talk to your students. You can do all that, or you can select to go and do like a, a training battle, if you will. There'll be some sort of side quest that appear that you can go and like clear out thieves from this village. You know they're under attack mm-hmm. and save them. Um, I can't remember for the life of me what the third bloody option is. But there is a another option as well. Um, and once you've got to Sunday, you'll, if, for example, I decide to stay in the monastery, I've got, four at the moment, four action points. You start with two, 
you know, your action points you can spend on things like, oh, I've just spoken to this guy and he's like a a fabled warrior and I can spend an action point using him to kind of do a seminar for all of my students. Yeah. And if he does that, what that'll do, it'll like boost all of their stats. Okay. And then I can, and then I can go and I don't know, go and host a tea party, which seems to be the, uh, the main thing. way. Of, yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems to be the main way of getting the fluff on board in this game, if you will. The fluff on board, right? Okay. <laughs> um, again, so if you're you, making uh, up for pet not being here. Well, exactly. Yeah. So if you host a tea party, you, you know you'll gain something from it, but it'll use an action point. And as soon as you use your action points, it kind of starts like pestering you. Right, you know, finish the day. But as you wander around the monastery, you'll see little like flag icons, of, uh, little page icons, if you will, with an exclamation mark in side quest. So you'll go to someone and they'll say, "Oh, I've so something and something's happened. Can you go and check on, you know, so and so, or go and see if you can find this for me?" And you'll get a little, you'll get a little quest you can do. And again, you'll get items. You might get special weapons, given as rewards. Mm. And then the week just kind of progresses like that, which is like where it's very persona like, if you will. And, and the story is really good. And you... Yeah, it just puts me. I don't like this calendar mechanic where you might miss out on stuff or, you know, you might. It's what bugged me about persona all the time was that thing that if you didn't do a certain thing on a certain day, then you're going to yeah, miss that forever. And, and there was this that's... kind of min max thing. Because I remember when I was playing Persona 4 I remember going to look at something because I thought I must have missed something because I've, I've, I've heard about this thing and how do I get it and I realised I'd missed it like a month ago or something like that And that's not some, it, I, I kind of get what you mean but that's not so much a thing here it's you kind of know when you need to go and like explore the monastery and there's a nice right, little feature right. as well where if you keep the game sort of in its online mode if you will every time you get to the Sunday where you get to choose what you want to do it will tell you what other players chose to do. So next to, oh, explana- okay. Ex- oh, okay. next to exploration, it might say like 99% Change battle, 1%. So you can say, all right, I'll go and explore. So it's, you know, it seems to be what the majority yeah, of people I, do. I don't know. I, I, it's kind of like, I just remember seeing loads of like min-max things for Persona, where it's like, if you want to maximize this, you have to go and do this on this day. At that point, you have to go and you have to eat yeah, out the it, fridge on this day. It, and you it, have to go and it, talk it, to this girl on this point. And it's it's like, the same oh. thing. It's it, it's a bit like I don't know why I use this as an example, but kind of in The Witcher 3, there was a lot of stuff you could mess around with in that game, but you didn't have to, and it didn't in any way spoil the joke. Then I you... get I get anxiety playing through a game like this, where I'm thinking, you know, Christ, if I if I don't, am I going to be powerful enough for the next battle? Have I missed out on, you know, have, no, I, have it, I not it, leveled it, my bows up enough that <laughs> I'll be able to reach the? Oh, I don't know. Ge- generally, well, there's a few options to kind of negate that. Generally speaking, you're the professor character your main house character and at least one or two other characters will be like amazingly OP because they're, they're the ones you kind of start off using so yeah. they'll level up quicker than the others um, also when if a battle isn't going your way you can kind of retreat out of it mm. and restart it but you won't lose any of the XP you've gained so you kind of have a way of gradually you building yourself doing that. Yeah, and just farm XP that way. Yeah, if you, if you so wanted to, you can do that. that sounds a bit wank. Are you playing <laughs> it with permadeath on? Yeah, I kind of regretted that because there's a couple of times where I thought, oh, I didn't want that one to die. I'm gonna have to restart. 
There is a nice little option you've got though. This this kind of goddess character that you meet, mm. it gives you the ability to rewind, if you will, or right. they've got a name for it. So if it's like, all right, I've made this move, oh fuck that, because I did that, this person's now been swamped and is dead. You can kind of press something. You press the right button, mm. but it's your turn next, and it'll give you the option of literally going back through every list of moves you've made. And you can go right. I need to go back here, and it'll kind of rewind the battle to that point. I presume that's limited. Yeah, uh, you can use it three times per One battle. Per battle. Yeah. That's quite generous, isn't it? Mm, they're quite. How many mistakes are you making? <laughs> Oh, I'm just like I say, I'm new to the I'm new to the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it, I, mm, I yeah. Know. There's there's been a few times when they've I've thought, oh, I'm right near the end, but I really want to see what happens with that character sort of outside of the, yeah, the whole battle I, thing. I, I don't think I'm ever going to play it. It doesn't sound like it's for me in any way whatsoever. No, so. don't don't get me wrong. Cause, I mean, the the story stuff and the stuff you can do in the school is it, it's just vast. There's just so much you to. That's the problem. See, if they'd have said it was like. To play through the campaign will take you 20 hours, but there's three branches because you can do each of the three houses. I'd yeah. have been like, you know what, I'll do that because I can I can justify that. And it's too long. They're talking like 70, 80 hours to get through one one house. I think, yeah, I, I get what you're saying from there, but I think from a Fire Emblem fans' point of view, that's like oh, no, I mean, orgasmic like heaven. It. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, if that's that, if that's your thing, that's that's. I guess great. I don't know how you how you get around that because that length of time that's just intimidating to me. Yeah, that's, that's... another th- another thing I'm finding as well with this game is for some reason it, it absolutely rinses the Switch's battery life when you're playing it handheld. I mean, I can play it for about an hour and I'm from 100. I'm already down below 70 percent. That's normal. Oof. I don't know. Well, well you normally get about three hours out of a battery. That's probably because maybe it's because I've got the kind of the online thing on, and it's. I don't know, you know, maybe it's because you're normally playing those horrible sprite-based 2D games that are horrible and shite <laughs> and don't use any graphics. Maybe, so maybe. That's probably what it is. But yeah, but yeah, I'm kind of enjoying this. It's, but it's like you say with Dragon Quest. It's one of those games where it's. Oh, I'll just have a quick go on this. It's like, fuck. You know, I've just lost yeah. three hours. I'm, I'm just. I think I found my kind of RPG thing from Dragon Quest because it's just. I think the humor and the kind of cuteness and the pick up and play of it is just exactly what I want from that kind of game. I'll be interested to see when Final Fantasy VII remake comes out because um, I'll probably obviously buy it because everyone well, else will be buying it, right? Be interested. It's a bit of a given, where, isn't it? Where I kind of <laughs> fall on that because I've never really got on with the Final Fantasy. Not that, I've, to be fair, played too many of them, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I just like so with Dragon Quest Eleven, for example, just the fact that it was a really nice art style, really clean, really crisp, family friendly, so I could play it when the kids are about. Had a nice little sense of humour. Um, you know, you always felt like you were progressing as you were going to different areas, all that kind of stuff. Lovely cast of characters. Yeah, no, that, this is the thing I really want to get that, but this is kind of where the oh, and the S version just looks sweet as you like. Well, you, you know how we Brits always complain that it's freezing all the bloody time and then as soon as we get one sunny day it's too fucking hot and everything mm. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a bit like that with the Switch because it's like oh my god you know these, they've got all these 
fantastic games, but Jesus Christ, the amount of them they've got coming out this year. You know, I want yeah, Astral Chain, I want Luigi's Mansion, you know, I want Dragon Quest S, but at the same time, I want to get the which are out at the same time. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, stop, stop releasing games. <laughs> You're releasing not... too bloody many of them. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of in a situation though where I like a lot of what they're... I mean, for you, it's okay, because it's like, you know, I might like this type of game, but that, it might be, you know, it might be a fantastic game, but I'm not even going to give it a look in. Well, me, I think, I think I've changed it. from that. I think I have. I think this year, especially, um, I've, I've stopped doing that. So, this time last year, I'd have bought that. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd have had, I'd have had, just this month, I'd have had about four different games, because I'd have bought Fire Emblem. I'd have bought... Wolfenstein. I'd have bought, you know, there's there's quite a few games this week I, I would I would have picked up, and I've just I don't do it anymore because I just look at it. I think well actually I've got this many games, and you know it hasn't stopped me buying games. I still I still have bought some. I'm just not that interested in that. I have to know I want to play them for me to actually get invested in it and, and to actually spend my time on. And I've got so many games at the moment. Anyway, I don't really really see the point. And Fire Emblem is one of those where it's like this time last year with all the hype that's around it and it is getting really good reviews people are liking yeah. it yeah I, I'm just kind of looking back on how I started a year of shame and seem to have ended up with enough games to like fill six years of shame this is your year of shame mate you're building up a list of shame I think you've taken it the wrong way round you're, you're not supposed to be accumulating the shame you're supposed to be shedding the shame a decade of shame by the end of the year <laughs> but I don't know Dragon Quest um I'm, I'm, I'm so I'd be surprised if you didn't pick it up because um, I don't know. Go and watch, uh, you know, go and watch something like Tim Rogers' Kotaku sort of not review of it, but he's kind of he does he's like a forty-minute. No, you see, I, I'm not going to because I've seen, I've heard enough about it, and I've yeah, never you've only heard played it from me. And I don't. No, no, no. I've, I've heard I've heard enough word of mouth about it, and you know, I've never played that series before then I'm going to pick it up because I kind of like oh, I want to go into it blank because this isn't like something I might really enjoy and I don't want to sort of spoil anything it won't I don't think that would spoil anything for you it just it really just appears me with the kind of the, the wanting to play it more than anything else but yeah I like, get the point I, I like the idea with the S version that you can kind of like knock everything back and all the graphics just to some 8 bit kind of 16 because it's yeah. like oh, oh no I'm, I'm at half battery I know I'll put it in crap graphics mode I'll yeah. triple my this play thing, developers if you're listening to this if you want to buy Clark, get Clarky buy in your game just literally make it look as awful as possible oh you speaking of it. which you bought Doom Trilogy mm, they don't look awful <laughs> well they are old <laughs> why because it was just it was just dropped as a surprise and it was so cheap as well. How much was it? Uh, it was eight quid for Doom Three and I think four quid for the other two. So sixteen quid for three games that you probably already got, probably have already played. No, you no, see, I, I, unlike other people, I know I don't own Doom on practically anything it's ever been released on. That on a goes to Skyrim, obviously. Hmm. No, I, I, I've seen a lot of stories and I'm kind of in the same situation. It's it's like, oh, you know, I've picked up Doom 3, you know, the Doom 3 re-release and I've finally finished this game now after God knows how many years because it doesn't terrify me anymore. And I, I'm kind of in that box. I remember it being quite unnerving when was Doom, Doom 3 came. Was Doom 3 the one that was more like Alien? 
Yeah, Doom Three was the one where it has a, basically had a story to it. Yeah, I mean, it it argue it arguably has more of a story than the sort of. I because I, I got it on PC Doom. because I remember upgrading my seat my PC at the time to be able to play it. It was one of mm. those games that was like it was supposed to be awesome, and I kind of got to the point where I kind of I was going in. I I got to the kind of the ship and there was an outbreak or something. And I was I was going through. I did my kind of first spacewalk, got into a corridor, walked into a dark place, turned the computer off, never went back again. I think I think the biggest issue was was impact. When you shoot something, even in the Doom games, you know you get the feeling. Yeah, you just you know you hear that shot on sound, you blast them. You think, yeah, I've just I've just fucked that guy up. But when you shoot something in Doom Three, it kind of seems a bit. Eh. All right, yeah, I just killed know, some I, that, mate, I think I don't even think I got as far as shooting too much stuff. It was just, it, it looked a bit like it was like Alien Isolation before Alien Isolation was around. You know, you you went, you opened the door, it's pitch black. You had your, your your torch on your gun, I think, and you could kind of like, you had to sort of look up in the corners, and then something would jump at you, and I just turned the thing off and went, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, no, no, this is not for me. Mate, I'm the one who played Alien Isolation with the mod that made the alien disappear. Best Jesus. way, mate. Best fucking way. Best way. So, is there anything um, else you want to say about Doom Trilogy, or do you, do you want to? I mean, what else is there no. to say about it? I mean, have you actually. You say you completed it, did you? Say you've completed Doom 3 now? No, but I've got a lot further in it than I did on any other platform I played it on. That's really scary, actually, that I had to upgrade my PC to play it and they've got it on the Switch. Again, I'm finding it easier to play if you're just for that whole, you know, pick up and playness of the platform I've got it on. Yeah, someone's asked me the other day about why, how do I use the Switch, and I'm like, I I, I use it absolutely categorically as a bedtime console. It's it lives down the side of my bed. I've got a, a charger plugged in down there. It just lives there, and it's like my my missus will watch like I know a bit of crap telly on on a on the iPad or whatever before she goes to sleep or whatever. I'll spend half an hour playing Dragon Quest Build. Well, half an hour it turns into an hour or two. You know, that's that's predominantly what I use my Switch for. I don't remember the last time I took the Switch out of the bedroom. You know what I mean? It's just it just sits there. That's where I play it. I don't yeah, know. last time I played it docked, I think, was when I first had Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I think I tend to play it docked, but you know, now I've got the missus at home a lot more. It's kind of, you know, she likes to play on Spyro and stuff, so she'll be playing on that, and I'll sort of, you know, grab it and go and sit in the armchair, put the headphones on. Yeah, yeah. Like that. The wife's spending more time at home. I'll put my headphones on and sit in a corner. Very <laughs> <Yeah>, much. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I also um, Wolfenstein as well. Okay, well, which this was. I I bought reason. this. Yeah, and then you got a refund before you even played it, didn't you? Yes, I did, and God, am I happy about that? Look, Why? Gary, because I um. No, it's not. It's not a proper Wolfenstein game for me. No, it's not. It, it differs a bit because it's got that whole, you know, leveling up system, and it, it's kind of. I know. I know a few people, for some bizarre reason, said it's like Destiny, which it isn't. No, it's not. How far are you in? Um, <laughs> Clarky. Two or three hours. Okay, so you've you've done the first like story mission. Yeah, I've done the first few story missions. 
you kind of then end up in a hub, a hub area yeah, and it's yeah. rather than it's with Wolfenstein 2 you had that hub area but it'd be very much a case of right hub area for a little bit right now go and do the next mission and the thing I liked about the thing I liked about Wolfenstein specifically Wolfenstein 2's hub area was it was full of characters that were doing stuff and it felt like life was going on around you without you needing to be there and people wouldn't necessarily be in the same place all the time. They'd be doing something else or talking to somebody. Or yeah, and I don't get the feeling. And I've watched, I haven't watched too many videos of this or anything like that. But um, no, there there are people there, but they're kind of in their own areas because that's, they tend that's to... what I mean when I say I think it feels a bit like Destiny because they just they're yeah. just vendors. They're just standing. Yeah, they're, vending. they're they're standing there waiting to give you some mission. But the, the way that goes now is you're kind of in Paris. The game is set in Paris. Yep. So it's a case of, all right, well, you know, I've got this mission for you. You need to go to this sector. Now, you know, the, you know, the your main objective um, might be there as well. But obviously, you know, you're doing this little mini objective. So you kind of need to avoid that and go and do what you're supposed to be doing. And then you'll go back to the underground, go back to the hub. And it just keeps looking like that and levels you up that way, which okay. obviously isn't like any of the other Wolfie games worked. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I, I miss that. I just get the feeling the narrative isn't as strong as I. And again, you know, I like narrative in my games, and yeah, I, I mean, I, that's I mean, one of the things I really liked about Wolfenstein is the way they told their stories and the characters in it. I more picked it up out of curiosity because I wanted to see what a AAA game was like on the Switch, and graphically, no, I don't think you've got it, one yet. It's nowhere near as well, good as the Sirens. Welcome to up. Yeah, North. exactly. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's nowhere near the graphic quality of the PS4 or the Xbox version. So the other thing, the other thing that I looked like it was going to really, really annoy me, is the kind of enforced co-opness of it. Even though you don't necessarily have to have an online buddy, but you'll have that AI person who's with you all the time. Yeah. And it looks like she's bloody awful. Mm, it's. <laughs> It ranges basically if you're not playing it corp, it's it's like she's not even there. But I see now that's where I've heard differing things of people saying that basically yeah sometimes it's like she's not there so she's not helping, and the mm. other times she's just standing out in the middle of something, shooting at the sky. Then she'll die. Then you have to go res her. Then she'll die. Then you have to go res her, and and it just like. It, it's it's worse than not being helpful. It's actually really yeah. Like it's, I don't think I don't think it's as bad as you've heard. I mean, I've, there's a few times where has been knocked out, but that's a few times. But it's more useful when you're getting knocked out. You know, you can call them over to come and revive you. Most that's of the basically yeah, yeah. That's basically. Yeah, that's basically. I mean, I, was, I, was, I, I mean, it's, it's a bit it's a bit weird. It's a bit like when we were watching um, what was it when uh, which Assassin's Creed was it, which had all the faces going out of you know how. Oh. The, the French one, Liberation, no. No, oh, I know which one you mean, yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. But it was yeah. like you had all those memes about, oh, it's, it's the, the whole game is screwed. And it's like, well, no, because it's just had a few bugs in it and people have, you know, they're meme-tastic. So, you know, it's like it, it looks like it's worse than it was. But I, I watched Skill Up's video of it and he was just, he was nothing if not scathing about it, to be to be blunt. Um, <laughs> and some of the stuff you were watching on his stream was, it was just embarrassing. And the little cutscenes with the, the like, if you go into the lift with the with the sisters, and yeah. um, it just looked embarrassing, mate. It just looked awful. So I'm quite I'm quite pleased I skipped this boat. Why did it look awful? Though? What do you mean graphically? Or no, no, just just the interaction between them and like the the 
you know, if, if anybody's on the fence about it, I would go and watch that skill up video because it's it. Yeah, that's the you thing. Just with the, you just saw that you saw, because like Wolfenstein, it used to have really good writing. The conversations yeah, between it, characters heart, felt real, and in this yeah, one, at, oh, at it's just at heart, it was literally just pulp. Though. I mean, what did you have in Wolfenstein too? That scene where they're all running through the submarine, riding a fucking oh, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> exactly, but it, <laughs> but it was brilliant, it, mate. But it, like, the, if they're the, having the conversations, conversations was, that sort of tongue no, no, there, there, there was there was there was humorous bits like that which were funny, right? But the conversations in the hub, some of them were really well written it was like you know there was drama in there was emotion in there there was feeling in there and then i watched some of the cutscenes with this one i was watching somebody streaming it so it wasn't even like it was cherry picked and they were just it was awful it was flat it was the, the writing was nonsensical it was lots of um the, the two sisters talking to each other were just it was embarrassing nobody talks to each other like that this is this is this is not siblings talk to each other. No, um, I, I, I see your point there, but I kind of, I'm kind of willing to give it a pass because I mean, you know, we had Wolfenstein: The New Order, which was really good. Yes. Then we had, then they kind of really that side game, which wasn't so good. You know, we've had Wolfenstein: to, uh, The Old Blood. Oh yes, yeah. I didn't play that. I played, I played the mainline ones. I haven't played the last mm. one. Um, you know, and then you've got Wolfenstein Two, and now you've got this, and then the new one. I think. No, what was the you, one where it was? It was Nazi occupied America? That was, was that, two. That was two, was it? That's, that's, I must have played that one. Weird. Yeah. Um, so you've, you've got this one, and this one's kind of just. It, it's obvious from what's happening in the story. It's kind of setting up the third game, if you I will. I don't know. I just had, I had so much hope for it because it was Arcane was getting involved. And yeah, I like, but oh. but it, at heart, it's still that, you know, that bit of an add on game while you wait for the next one. Yeah, I think maybe. a I lot mean, of people I kind of forget I mean, that. I, I, I feel bad shitting on it considering I haven't played it. Yeah, but, but you, there was, I, a, there was I, I, enough there that I've seen that I'm just like, I, I'm so glad I, I didn't. I, I just think a lot of people shit on it and like seem to have forgotten the fact this is your kind of budget price, put you on game until the next one comes out because that is literally what it is. You know, yeah, they, they've I know, gone, I know. I just, they've gone the extra mile as to what contents in it, but I, that... I'd I'd forgive that if they let you play it solo without that silly cop element to it and if they just got the writing right they wouldn't necessarily have to do much else to the rest of it just get those two bits right and I'd have been happy with it you know and I'd have picked it up and I'd have bought it and I'd have played through it in whatever it is 12 hours and be done with it and be thinking yep that's yeah, great I, I'm just not the thing is you look at the characters you play and the situation you're in I, I, don't, I, I think it would have potentially turned into a very depressing and harsh game yeah maybe I mean, like I say, it's, it's hard because I've not played it, and I don't like I don't yeah. like doing that thing where I sort of go, oh, I watched a YouTube video and I thought we shit. But that's why I made a point of watching some streams this time, so I could actually say, no, I've actually seen some gameplay. It's not just people cherry picking the worst bits or anything like that. So. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, big big up to Panic Button for managing to squeeze another kind oh, of. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. On game, you know, it's got its flaws and niggles, but you know, they did it. People were screaming for parity with what you get on the main consoles and. I just, I just don't think they deserve some of the stick they get for it when they do release them. Sometimes yeah, it's it like, yeah, it, it, doesn't it, need, it, it doesn't need that. Yeah, but, it, it, it ain't gonna look as good, but you know, you asked for this and you've got it now. This is what it's like. Yeah, yeah. And finally, um, you got written Marvel, Marvel what? Marvel. No, Ultimate Alliance three. Ah, okay. 
that good, huh? talk about that. <laughs> that, that good. <laughs> Not, the, this is one of those games where you, you know you just want to detach yourself, pick it up for half an hour, and just hit stuff. Yeah, Dragon Quest Builders too. No, that's build stuff. Well, no, because you hit stuff first. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like Minecraft, mate. You hit stuff with a big hammer, which breaks it. No, I'm not going to go too. I'm not going to go too much into this because this is literally this is literally a Marmite game. You're either going to love it or you're just not going to bother with it. But it it is effectively Diablo if you strip all of the loot out of it. You're just kicking the shit out of stuff for several levels. You can choose one of hundreds of different characters. Yeah. You know, there's there's always four characters on screen if you're not playing it multiplayer. There's you and three sort of CPU control players. You can swap between them as you please. And yeah, it's got some nice little side options, little missions to do as you level up. And yeah, again, pick up and play. It's another pick up and play one it, for you. It, then it, it, it's it's good for it if you just got 20 minutes to kill. Hmm. And you know, I just unlocked Deadpool as well, so that's always a good thing. Because um, I saw Marvel and I thought, oh, is he picked it? No. Just, just on that note, just to say I've, I've, I finished um, uh, Spider-Man. I have actually oh, yeah. finished a game, so uh, it could be declared a national holiday, I suppose. But uh, yeah. well, it's um, certainly deserving of it. Well, I, I, I finished it, and it was what was nice about it was I knew they were going to do it. They did a little. A little post-credit scene, which I always like those when they do Marvel. And you sit around waiting through the credits, and it gives you a little post-credit scene, um, which is nice. Um, great game, <laughs> really good action game. Um, solid combat, which I don't know. Like I said, I was saying to Pet the other week, I don't like normally kind of the Batman style of combat. I get a bit bored and gets a bit mashy, and I, I always can never be bothered to learn like the combos and stuff. But it seemed to work really nicely in this game. Um, I actually finished it with. 90% completion. <laughs> nice. So uh, I could Dedication possibly have, have platinumed it. Yeah, well, you, I, you might as well have just gone back and done that 10%. Oh, mate, I couldn't be. I looked at the map and I was, it did that fucking Far Cry Assassin's Creed thing of like, there's just icons all over the map. And I'm like, I'm not, I can't, I can't. I yeah, can't, I, no thanks. I'm, I, I am kind of liking whatever Marvel's coming out at the moment. I just, you know, the, 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 my only gripe is why don't, don't they just like. Don't, don't you dare spoil it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna, I'm I still not haven't gonna, seen it yet. It's on my watch I'm list. Not, I'm not going to spoil it. I, I just, I just think the only way they could improve that universe now is literally to let Taika Waititi just direct all of the films. Well, he's doing the new Thor one, isn't he? Well, yeah, he did the last Thor one. Well, as well. Yeah, the last one. That was fucking what a fantastic. Movie that was. What a movie that was. Good, yeah. But he's doing the. Um, oh, Love and Thunder, Thor isn't one. it? Love and Thunder. Yeah, that looks really, really good. I'm, I'm well impressed with that one. But yeah, so yeah, Spider-Man. I know it's on sale on the PSN store at the moment. So if anybody hasn't played it, if you just want a, it's like a good old. It reminds me a little bit. Honestly, this is gonna sound. It reminds me a little bit of Crackdown, like the original Crackdown. Just the kind of jumping up buildings, finding stuff on them, and then going to little boss areas, fighting them, and then kind of moving on. But the story stuff is really, really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. There are a few bits where I just thought, oh please God, no! Like, the, there's some. Uh, some sort of science stations on the roofs and some of the stuff it asks you to do is just like oh god uh, I just wanted to get through but the, the actual mainline story and stuff like that is really really good keeps you engaged doesn't overstay its welcome too much I got towards like the end and I had like there were two sort of main antagonists to finish and I was like yeah it, it needs to wrap this up soon because I'm going to lose interest soon otherwise how, how long am I looking at this game if I you know 
don't bother with that much of the side stuff. I don't know. I honestly don't because I don't think it gives me a clock. I don't think I've got a clock on the. Um, I, I, somebody will probably correct me, but I, I don't remember seeing a clock on the the actual thing. But I would imagine if you, because I made the mistake of thinking when when I when I first started playing it, it had these these markers, you know, like on in each zone of Manhattan. So there's like seven, maybe eight or nine zones in Manhattan or something. And each one of them says, oh yeah, you've got five thug crimes here to do. You've got these little bases. to get. Each one has a base in it. And I thought, oh, great, well, okay, what I'll do is I'm really enjoying this. I'm going to go swing around the whole city, mop all these up, and then do the story. So, so, so is, a, is a mission layout a bit like what Infamous, that sort of thing? You've got your little things to do all over the city, and then you're up, there's a main mission I can go and do. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, but I, so I thought, well, I'll go and do all these, and then I might be a little bit OP when I go through the... Um, the story doesn't quite work like that it just gives you more options more than anything else um, but then what I didn't think was going to happen is that you can kind of clear the whole city of all these flags progress the story and then more flags will appear because instead of having thug crimes you'll have demon crimes and then you'll have other stuff and then you'll have little bits but there are side quests and stuff like that but if I was doing it again I'd probably say if you're passing one go do it but don't deliberately head off and go and do them um, so for example there's like loads of backpacks that are all around the city and you, you when you open a backpack you get a little piece of memorabilia which tells you something about it You know, this is the, the menu from the first place I took MJ for dinner or something like that right but you get like a backpack token for each one you pick up and then you spend those tokens on upgrades to your stuff I didn't need half of them because I literally I only upgraded two, two or three things. I used one sort of special power pretty much all the way through the, the whole game, which is like this thing where you jump up and you just spin and it sends webs everywhere. It's great for crowd control. And then the rest of it, you, you just don't need to do it. So if I was playing through it again and I just wanted to go through it with like almost mainline it, I would say stick to the main story. If you're passing, like, if you're literally swinging through the city on your way to a main mission and there's something happening, you know, a couple of blocks away, then go do it, but otherwise don't bother. And do the main, like, do the side quests. Right. There's some really good side quests around with, like, Tombstone and stuff like that that you can go and do. But, because they're almost like, they're proper side quests which are built with, you know, cutscenes and a story and a kind of progression to it. Yeah. Um, so if you think about it, it's like, you know, in Assassin's Creed where you'll have, like, forts or something like that. And you kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah, I've got to go and beat up this. So there'll be lots of little things like that, or little, little pockets of, 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 of enemies hiding out on corners, and you've got to go and beat them up and stuff like that. There's missions like that which don't have any story, they're just little combat challenges or something like that. But then there'll be side missions which are properly fleshed out, cutscenes, little, you know, they're like little episodic things of their own. Yeah, I, I think this has been the thing with Spider Man. There's been a few occasions where I thought, yeah, I'm going to pick this up, and it's like, Mm, but this is on the horizon, and now you know you're saying it's on sale again. But I'll send it out digre- if you want it. Oh well, happy if you want to do that. I mean, but yeah, it, it's it's just like once again, you know, you're saying it's on sale, and then we've got No Man's Sky's big update next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that's well. true. The 14th or something, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, I think. I mean, it was it was good. It lasted me a long time. Um, I mean, when I think about it on PlayStation this year, I've literally played Odyssey and then I moved into Spider-Man, and that's basically all I've done in eight, in like seven months. I, I um, think I played Sekiro, and then it's just been mainly oh, Sekiro, Ili- of course, yeah. It, then it's just been Elite or Destiny for the PS4 for me. Mm, mm. 
But I can send it up to you. I mean, I, I reckon you could probably get the playtime in under 20 hours if you were just going to do the main missions and stuff. And it's worth it. It's, it honestly is worth it. I don't regret... You know, if it was me doing it again, I probably wouldn't swing around and do all the little collectible quests. No, I've, I've heard it's good. For, I mean, I've it's heard it's really good, good as well. It's really good, Did you like the Arkham games? Yeah, loved them. You'll love this. This is even better. Because the, yeah. combat, the yeah. combat's much, much better than... Well, I think it's much better than the... Um, the yeah, send, send, send it send it up and I'll uh, make sure it crosses in the post with a copy of Animal Crossing for you. Uh, no, you're right. I don't <laughs> want that game. I don't want that game. I'll get I'll get that game when it comes out on its own special Switch Lite version. Oh, you're not, are you? Man, you your kind of target audience, aren't you? In a way. Yeah, got the kids. Well, then you only use the thing in handheld anyway. Yeah, they'll never fucking play it. They'll never play it. I can't. I don't know. I'm. I'm, I'm... I'm gonna wait for Animal Crossing. See what it. So are, are we are we all getting together on No Man's Sky then? I am. Yeah, I'll be playing the VR, mate. I'm well looking forward to it. It just it just makes me laugh with the whole No Man's Sky thing. You know, they've done so much to this, you know, to pull themselves out of this shit. And I've just thought every single time they said, "Oh, we're adding this and that," I've just thought all I want is that you know walk through that little valley you showed in the preview with all the big. Yeah, exactly. That's all I want. That that that's what sold me on the game. Why aren't you putting this into it? You just haven't landed on the right planet yet, Clarky. That's all there is. No. To it. Oh, yeah. I reinstalled it the last update when they did. Was it next? I can't remember which one it was. Um, and it has come on leaps and fucking bounds. I know, but I I kind of find myself. I, I, it's one of those games I'll pick up and. I kind of find myself a bit how you describe yourself being on Elite, where it's like... What do I do now? Yeah, exactly. I'm playing it, and it's like, yeah, you know, whereas I'm... Yeah, I'm more into Elite, and I know what I'm doing in it. But with this, it's just like, this is just aimless. And it's just yeah, like... Yeah, I, I, I got that a lot, cause it's, especially with the new one, because you can build bases and, and stuff like this. And so it gives you, know, like in, in Subnautica, where you can kind of build underwater bases, and it's all kind of like... I don't know, did you play much of Subnautica? but you kind of you get like um so in no man's sky you'll get uh all the kind of componentry where you can build your no no I've, you, I've done i've done some of the best building but again it, it, it's kind of why am i doing this yeah exactly you know the whole point of the game is to get out and find all these different worlds so why do i want to be tied to one area yeah, i don't really it, understand it's kind of it's kind of you're saying i love the arkham games but it's kind of the issue i had with was the second one Arkham City mm. you know it gave you this huge city to explore but the story was kind of beating down on you how there was this sense of urgency that you had to you know get through to the yeah. end because you're kind of dying and I thought well why did you give me this huge open city then with all these fucking Riddler tokens to go and get yeah Ex- yeah yeah exactly yeah. no I don't know with Nemo Scott it's just it's a weird one because I can find as uh, you know I can, oh, oh, what happened to me with No Man's Sky the couple of times I've played like in the sessions I've played in if you like so when it first came out at launch and then again when I went back to it after the last update was I would go to the first few planets and then find one I like and certainly in the second game I started building my base and I got halfway through building my base and I'm like but 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 why yeah because I, I, I don't think... need a base. What, what I, I do I need a base for? <laughs> for all of these like new things they're saying are going to be awesome, and I, I, I think for us playing it multiplayer in VR, it, it is literally going to boil down to those moments where it's like, 
oh my god, guys, just just run over this hill to where I am. There's a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> with stick legs. And and the three of us just kind of just stood there all laughing at it. I, th- I think yeah. that's what it's going to be. And then we'll be turn it off us. and never play it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I want to play it in VR because it's, it's, it's perfect for that. But that's more about just the comical... Not comical is the wrong word for it. Simple space flight. Um, you know, those ships are so easy and just so so lightweight in so many... You know, it's the completely opposite of Elite. Yeah, I, I, I'm just picturing it all in my head right now. It's like, yeah, just stand there as we blow the floor and the him and what have you. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they've done something to the story. I'd have to restart. When I beat the last one, I don't think I restarted. I can't remember, but maybe there's more to the, the narrative than, than there was before. I don't know. I'll have to read the, 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 the out notes. But the one I'm actually... It's going to compete against one which I was talking to you about earlier which was the um, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw which just looks very nice indeed as a little no, it, it, I, I mean, we had a brief talk about this before okay, on. It, it does look very nice but from, from what I was watching it just reminded me of Wing Commander which isn't a bad thing it's just I the mean, combat it, thought it's got the a combat, very very simple yeah, the, no, the, the combat is much simpler than, than Elite for example Similar premise. So Rebel Outlaw, uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, sorry, is, is like a, it's an elite light, if you like. But what it what it has to make up for that is a story, a narrative, a mission-based structure. You know, go off and do this, progress this story, do whatever, grind to get some better weapons, and then go and take on this boss sort of thing, um, which is much more suited to what I like about those sort of things. The graphic mm. style is simple but very nice. Yeah, very Wing Commander. Um, with some nice touches it's going to be fairly cheap I think it's about I just had a look on the because it's obviously it's an Epic Games store exclusive so I just went and had a look it's going to be about 24 quid on that but apparently oh. there's a Switch version coming Clarky they just haven't said Ooh. when um, it just seems like they're releasing everything on that I mean Christ I was surprised that we were going to do the Outer Worlds for it as well yeah it says well it says the Rebel Galaxy Outlaws launching on the 13th of August so by the time this podcast probably the next day for the 30 yeah, quid with console <laughs> releases on PS4 and Switch to follow in the coming months yeah I want to know when because I don't know whether I should buy it on PC or wait for, I'll probably end up waiting for the Switch because I don't boot my PC up for games particularly um, at the moment I think, I think talking to Wing Commander I think it was a couple of weeks ago I was just sort of sat there thinking oh Wing Commander 3 on the Playstation what an awesome game that was I just like looked on YouTube for some video for it, oh, and no, I was don't. like, "No, never do that." Never do, that. Uh, do you remember Free Space? Yes. Did you ever play Free Space? Free Space Two is probably one of my games of all time. It's a fucking amazing space combat sim, um, and a really good mod scene and everything where you could just make your own missions and things like that. And I went back and yeah, reinstalled it, that. I, I, I think oh, it, worst mistake of my life reinstalling that I think game. as well for everyone saying how you know gaming and stuff destroys your imaginations when. When I think of stuff like, you know, Freelancer, remember that? Oh, I love Freelancer. When, when, I, when I think of that in my head and then go and look at footage of it, it doesn't look nearly as good as I remember. Oh, it don't, don't, don't ruin it. It's like Deus Ex, mate. I have, you know, I often cite Deus Ex as being the game that made me fall in love with gaming because I remember getting it on my PC. I think it was 2000, 2001, I can't remember. Um, and, you know, that was the first game I literally started playing at like six o'clock in the evening and then sort of looked up and the sun was coming over the horizon as I'd literally played for like 12 or 13 hours straight, straight. <laughs> um, 
I, and you you look at screenshots of it now or or see video and it I don't recognize the game I don't remember people being quite that angular <laughs> with, yeah, with so I, few I, polygons making them up I think a lot of it as well has to do with what you're watching it on as well I mean you didn't play that game on a 50 inch TV did you no, I played it on a, a CRT but, um, inch I, CRT I, monitor I'm trying to think how big that might have been. It might have been like a 17, 18 inch, no, probably about 17 inch monitor, yeah, which, CRT which it, monitor. Which would have been a lot more forgiving on something like that. Oh, I remember, I remember going to buy buy my PC at Gateway. I think it was Gateway was the one with the, the cow kind of icon, wasn't it? Oh my god, well, like Tandy and that sort of. Yeah, place. that sort of thing. I went. It was it was in the mall in Bristol, and I went in there and bought a. Because um, I wanted to play, I can't remember what games I wanted to play at the time. It was things like uh, The Sims and uh, like Napoleonic War simulators and shit. Like Total War, that's what I think it was. And um, yeah, it was cost me a thousand pounds. And because I was poor, I had to get it on like a hundred pound a month for ten months or whatever it was on interest free or whatever it was. And it, I think it had something in the region of how much RAM did it have? Is it two hundred and fifty six meg? Yeah, no, like a, a one gigabyte hard drive. I'm not even sure it was that large. Um, no, and I, might, I can't remember, but it was it was pathetic, you know. And you, you those it was like you you still had the well, with a, with a, what is it a voodoo graphics? Card. It did have a voodoo in it, and it had a sound blast like sound card in it. Um, <laughs> my God, Jesus! I, I think back to like, oh mate, we don't know how good we got it. You know, we look no. at games now, and people are recognisable in them. You know, it's like. I, I think I, I think if you took the us from 20 years ago and plonked them in front of a console now, it'd be that whole uh, science versus magic debate, wouldn't all, it? All, we, all we'd hear in the background is this. <laughs> Just dinosaurs come over the opinion. Yeah, no, it's um, wow, fucking hell! I remember those days, man. Ah, oh, those those Halicon days. Anyway, um, that's enough digressing, and that's enough about games. I think for tonight we've covered a lot. No mail. Without pet one. No, no, there's no mail. If I don't mention it, don't bring it up, because then it doesn't make us look like we've got no fans. All right. I could make some up. Um, hang on. Is the inbox struggling to load again? Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, oh, here's one from um, Eric from Carlisle. He says, uh, "Great (laughs) podcast, lads." Kudos to Vimesy for holding it together every week. Can't believe he manages to record what looks to be one of the internet's best podcasts with those two lightweights dragging him down. I know exactly what you mean, Eric. Yes, I agree with you. Oh, what's this? This is one from Carl from Lincoln. Uh, Great podcast. Listen to you every single week that you can bother to record. Where's Woolly? No, I don't know what that's on about. Um, what's this one? Oh, this is from this is from Tabitha from uh, from Teesside. That's good, isn't it? Tabitha. Tabitha from Teesside. Uh, she says. Thanks for the nudes. That, oh no, sorry, that's a different one. Um, and this yeah, is one right, from Shawniqua from London. Something about back on the market. I don't know what that's about. Anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, no, I don't think we'll do fan mail tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, what have I got coming up then this week? You, you're going to be playing all those games you've just mentioned because you obviously haven't put any time into those. Oh yeah, given the vast amount of time I know I have for it, I'm sure I'll be done with those in a few days. Yeah, um, I've just downloaded a couple of games on PSN. 
had a quick look at the PSN sale, thought no. I'm going to actually try, if I can, and mull through some VR games. I've got loads of VR games that I still haven't actually sort of got through. A Star Trek Bridge Crew I want to give a shout out to at some point. I want to get, try and play that. Uh, but more Destiny, more Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, I was even tempted to put, boot up Metro, but um, that can wait. I think. Yeah, I, I seem to be of that ilk with the Game Pass as well. It's like I've got literally all these games I missed out on. It's like giving me too many games. Yeah, so I'll get around to them. It, it's like I'm I'm not prioritising them because that it, it feels like I'm yeah I'm not it feels like I'm not paying for them. Well, they they do remove games from Game Pass just to warn you. You know it does, it does they? happen. They've removed one so far, I think. In what two years? Yeah, something like that. Oh, right, I don't know if it's going to be a regular occurrence or not, or how much warning they give you, but uh, yeah, they've, they've removed one or two, I think, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so uh, who knows, I'm, I'm off camping next week, Clark, he's just, uh, just to give you some heads up, so my gaming time is slightly limited, but uh, I will be back probably in time to record Thursday's Is, is this a midweek camp? It is a midweek camp. Alright, you'll be back in time. It's like the weekends where I dress up. No, it's not like that. Um, It's a proper... We're going glamping, me and the kids. Not done glamping before. It'll be fun, this. Is that where you effectively reckon you're going camping but staying like something that's almost as good as a caravan? Not quite. It's basically a teepee in the middle of a field. That, that, I mean, literally, it's a TP in the middle of a field, Clarky. It's don't, don't go thinking it's got like nice, luxurious cushions. Look, it's not like it's not like yeah. it's of Arabian Nights or anything on the inside. <laughs> I was looking at some earlier on, and there was one. It was an an African style safari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. at the inside, it's literally like someone's just made a house, and instead of building walls. So right, you've just you've just kind of gone backwards a bit, mate. It sounds like you're about three meters away from the microphone. That's all. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, he's back. He's back. Yeah, it's because I do this on the Xbox, and for some reason the controller dies every 15 minutes if I don't touch it. Don't tell them you're on the Xbox, man. Why? Because they all think we're sitting in a studio in LA or something. Yeah, yeah, right. With a professional mixer doing all the work for us. What I was saying, I was looking at some earlier on, and there was kind of African safari tent, and it's literally like they built the entire floor plan of a house mm. and just shoved a tarp over it and there you walls. Yeah. Yeah, they do them at um, the park resorts and they tend to be more expensive than the bloody caravans, which is what I can't quite work out, but there we go. Oh, that must be great when it's windy. Those bloody things flapping about. Uh, that's about your missus. Anyway, um, yeah, we're going to call it at night because it's starting to go off the rails a little bit. Um, so, yeah, if you want to get into contact with us, talk about any of the games you've been playing or mention anything, or we've missed something that we, we haven't given a shout-out to you think's worthy of our attention, or just to berate Clarky for the amount of Nintendo lovies he's shedding every single week, you can do so. You can email us at... Gamersconfessional at gmail.com uh, you can tweet us at confessionalpod. Uh, you can tweet me at vimesy74. That's V to the I to the M to the E to the S to the Y to the 7 to the 4. I haven't done that for a while. And you can uh, tweet Clarky at Clarky Snap. If you really want to, you can get hold of Pet at Life of Pet. Um, berate him for not being on tonight. Uh, until next week, thank you very, very much for listening. And we shall see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. The Gamers Confessional.